it's okay. Really good <laughs> Can I talk about like I like to talk about passion and like mm. I think it's interesting that you may okay, let me just do my intro. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Talks with Comfort. Today I'm with you're gonna have to introduce yourself. Everybody gets a chance to give themselves a little shout out. Hey, I'm Udachino Boso of Lesser Lights, musical artist. Is that awesome. a thing? Yeah. A musical artist. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've got a band, Lesser Lights. They're awesome. We do jazz and new, so you should listen to it sometimes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, where? Where? Mm-hmm. Everywhere or just? <laughs> now we're still starting, so oh, okay. So you're Nigerian, but you were born here and you grew up here. Yes. Tell me about that. Oh, that was that was something else. I mean, it's been my life, so there's nothing really to tell. <laughs> there's a lot expected from both, I think, sides. Mm. Like the Nigerian aspect is like, yeah, but you're still Nigerian, so yeah. you need to know your roots and know yeah. your culture, which is fine, except for the times where you don't know. Yeah. Uh, and nobody teaches you, no one shows you. Don't you think that's a little like irritating how sometimes people just expect you to know things but nobody was there to teach you or nobody actually actively putting the time and the effort to like um i think yeah that's that's something that i dread all the time Mm. sometimes even saying your nationality is an issue because it's like i'm nigerian and Mm. they're like cool so speak a little bit of that nigerian pigeon stuff Mm. and i'm like stop it (laughs) but then uh (laughs) and then there's the the reverse where they're like i'm namibian but your parents are nigerian so you're really not yeah so um i mean a lot of pressure was put on my parents to teach us and to yeah you know why don't you teach your kids these yeah evil the the language language, yeah and stuff and it's like cool we teach them and who they're going to talk to us you know we grew up here so everything that we do know is here here it's based here so, mm-hmm. yeah. so that's awesome you know whenever because i also i partly grew up i was born in nigeria but i partly grew up here right. and so i consider myself both exactly. and then when i was in essay <laughs> last year it was like i was like oh i'm in south africa now so you know <laughs> i'm i'm into i'm continental i'm not one i'm not the one who was put in one spot exactly. it's like what are you i'm like no i'm african I don't yeah. say I'm Nigerian or no. Namibian. I'm African. <laughs> like, oh, which area were you born? I was born in Nigeria, but I grew up here. Exactly. And it's always the thing, like, oh, why do you mean you're African? Like, <laughs> but I am though. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, to embrace the fact that you can be from anywhere in the world and still be, you know, rooted yeah. here, rooted here. Yeah. So it's big. I, I love that. So I guess I'm also African. Yes, definitely. <laughs> And I think it also it's also just the idea of you're from you're from there so you only belong exactly, there. Exactly. But then like this continent is for all of us to share and we're all yeah. connected by blood, by skin color, by experiences. So like why can't we just embrace that oneness of this yeah, You can literally walk into the next country like that. Right? <laughs> I'm praying for that to happen so I can throw away my passport because wow. <laughs> One Africa. One Africa. United, 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 United States yeah. of Africa. Trump was like, <laughs> was it him or somebody that like my favorite country? It was Raven. Yeah. Raven. Oh, was What's so her sad. name? Simone. What's her name? Simone. Yes. Ah, she 
Like I'm from every continent in Africa. Like, excuse you. Amazing. <laughs> excuse you. That's not how we say it, but okay. You're from every continent. From in every Africa. continent. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. That's really a lot. More than fifty-two. Yes. How many are there actually? I think it's fifty-two. Fifty-two. Continents. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> fifty-two in Africa. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, growing up. Um, you're adopted now. Was it always was it something you always wanted to be, or <laughs> was it one of those African parent things like you can either be a doctor or lawyer, or we don't even know what else? I think an engineer. Oh yeah, engineer, yes. accountant. Yeah. Many, many things. They have many things. Come on, True. don't narrow the African parent down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I I grew up just uh, with this thing of like I want to help people. Yeah. And you know, people. My parents always ask me, "But what does that mean? You can help people with anything." Yeah. That you do. But their biggest concern was, "What are you going to do to support yourself?" Yeah. Because if we go, mm. we die. Mm. We don't want to die. But you know, if we do, what mm. what what's your plan? What's happening? Mm. And I think that's something big that children nowadays, youngsters nowadays, need to understand. That you need to plan. Mm. You need to think about what you're going to do for the mm. future and do something that is your passion, yeah. but also. Can sustain you. Yeah, can sustain you because people really, you know, blame their parents for why they are not who they are, or yeah. why they are doing what they just take yeah. your paper. Yeah. This is your degree, take it. But yeah. the importance of parents pushing their kids to do better than they did—that mm. that's something I think young people nowadays don't don't get. They just think that their parents are trying to ruin their Force life. them. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that's the amazing thing about being more international or having access to the world. Now you can see, you can actually be. Like you, yeah. a film, film, what filmmaker, is filmmaker, <laughs> is it a film photographer, video, videographer, videographer. Yeah. sorry, yeah, okay. <laughs> any of those beautiful things, and yeah. you see the importance of these things as well, um, now because you have a, a, a wider view of what the world is, but yeah. you need to know where opportunities are and stuff, and as younger people, we don't know where everything is, so if we listen to our parents' advice, it's definitely just just do these things that you can see yeah. these white collar jobs it's true so and i always say like i get the intention but mm-hmm. i think sometimes it's miscommunicated though like when they tell you be this or do go after these certain things because the intention is they want you to be able to sustain yourself exactly. but it's not necessarily always what you want exactly yeah, yeah. What, what I want to sustain myself? <laughs> no, like I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we all need I money. Know. We all need we, that you money. need to pay rent. You and need to do all these things. Hard. As a kid, you're just like ah, ah, ah. you're just trying to ruin my yeah. life. Okay? Oh. But yeah, no, there's so many things that you can do, mm. and that's something that you you need to put some research into. Hi there. Yeah. Hi, Dad. Is she there? You looking for us? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Ah, don't disturb my podcast. I beg. <laughs> yeah, he's testing it now. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. What was that? No, but that's interesting. I think I think that's I, that's the I, one. I always, part. I know a lot of people like the Indians. Their parents yeah. want them to be doctors and Nigerians. Mm. They want them to be this and that. Mm. It's true. I mean, mm. but in a world where, like in Nigeria, I realized mm. when I visited. There's so many people. Mm. If you really put your mind to it, you can yeah. make a success of anything. Of anything, yes. If you want to be a 
if you really want to be a plumber, bro, do it. There's so many toilets in Nigeria now. Right? Yes. yes. <laughs> and that's I think that's that's the one thing that that is cool about Nigeria though. Like, I love that. I so love many that people, part. the opportunities are just as much as the people. Exactly. So like exactly. you know, pick one thing and then get good at that. Exactly. And really go for that. And once you step out of Nigeria, then you become that person who's the only person who knows how to do that. How to do that. Well, well, not the only person, but you yeah. know what I mean. Like one of the best. <laughs> expert, yeah, you yeah. be like an expert. Expert because you've had so much experience fixing, again, toilets if yeah. you're going there. But yeah. if your passion is, I don't know, really anything anything you can be the best at yeah that, so. I th- do you also think that somehow our generation is a little bit um distracted distracted yes from from the things that are supposed to be important in life for example oh. you have people who maybe they start something today tomorrow they're doing something else mm. the next day they're doing something else <laughs> and it's not just because like maybe that person has a problem with consistency but it's yeah. more because like they get distracted yeah i think so um focus focus is something that's very difficult for younger people mm-hmm. <laughs> to do you know like adhd mm-hmm. little patients that yeah. like can't focus and that is the disease actually mm-hmm. the disease is that i can't keep my attention i can't keep still because mm-hmm. i'm busy i see something and i get distracted i yeah. see something and and yeah, I mean, this generation has a lot of that, I think. And it's it's a shame because uh, the same things that we are using as innovations are the same things that are distracting us. Mm-hmm. So we we're on social media. Yeah. It can be a platform to make people really great. Yeah. It can also be a platform to bring people down. Yeah. And really distracting. Yes. Like I, I want to now be a superstar because this lady looks nice and red. It can be very distracting. I don't know. So you, but it is a choice. It's something you have. You have to make your own firm decision. Say, listen, I'm, I'm doing this and I'm not quitting. Mm-hmm. We've had a couple of people from my class when we started out in medicine. Mm-hmm. We were this huge class of like um, we were not actually that many this time though, but we we're like 88 or so. Mm-hmm. And over the years, so many people had dropped out. Because of pressure, but mm. also because they're like, you know what? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Rather I could be doing something else. Yes. And yeah, I don't know whether they made the decision to become a doctor as a distraction mm. or whether the other thing was a distraction. But mm. definitely it affects our lives and we end up getting nowhere. Mm. A lot of people want to do many things at yeah. the same time. At the same time, yeah. I was one of those people. I really want to be a chef, I want to be a singer, doctor, mm. anything. My parents told me, listen, <laughs> we, love Relax. You. we love you, my dear, we love you, but uh, <laughs> you need to do something that, you know, like I said, you, you get your security from, yeah. and then from there, you can choose, okay, I'm going to go study more, yeah. or I'm going to invest in this, you know, kitchen business yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you do what you want with your money, but mm-hmm. plan it ahead, mm-hmm. and as younger people, youngsters, youngsters, did I call us youngsters? Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> as a younger generation, we we don't plan things. Yeah. We just kind of go with the flow. Yeah. And that's why it's or very. Or how we feel, our emotions. Today is the day for yeah. pink, and nothing else <laughs> is going to work. Yeah, and you know we get very distracted. Yeah. Like so, because we don't have a plan, anything goes. We ebb and flow with whatever's with going, whatever's going on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. And how has it been being a doctor? 
life. So when you give your information, it's not like. <laughs> so usually, cancer is something you investigate, and you have to make sure that it's there. So by the first time you see the patient, you need to tell them the possibilities of what it could be, yeah. and then find out who they are, word the things nicely, explain everything really well, so that they don't feel in the dark that okay, the doctor always knew I had cancer. Why didn't they just? Or tell them you're working on it. You're learning real time what is going on as well. So yeah, where do you see like hi, how are you? <laughs> the point is, it's not usually done in the same in the same way, moment okay. or the same day. Okay. Yeah, and in the same way as you're saying, mm. yeah, people are very different. You'd be surprised. Yeah, people we tell that their parents or whoever passed on, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, no. I saw that coming. No, no, it's fine. Just mm. that, oh, yeah, okay, like, the way you deliver it is yeah. everything. Whereas you just go crazy. Mm. You just tell them, by the way, yeah, it's a shame. <laughs> you know? It's a shame. It's a shame. I got some bad news. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. That's heavy, though. How long have you been saved? Me. Um. <laughs> My whole life. I, I wish born. I could say that, but you can't say that, right? <laughs> no. no. I since I was eight, so that is mm. a long time ago. Mm. <laughs> since I was eight. Awesome. What's it like being saved at eight years old? It's at eight. It's mm. awesome. It's like ah, <laughs> I can talk to Jesus. Jesus Every day. Look what that person did to yeah. me. Look what you know. You're talking to Jesus as a child, and you're yeah. like ah. You know, reporting everybody to mm. Jesus and stuff. And Jesus is like, cool. <laughs> and then you get older, and then mm. it's not cool to report mm. not even to Jesus. Mm. It's not cool to snitch mm. and tell people you were beaten up at school mm. and everyone thinks you're different. Mm. So when you get to an um, older stage, like when I was a teenager, when I started my teenage years mm. was very difficult because I was somebody who was very strong in my convictions mm. and still but at least now I can smile with you yeah it won't be like oh I don't believe what you believe what get you out of my face go away. get yes. out of my face you know yes. you don't I'll punch you and yeah. I was you know, so I was, I was a lot as a child yeah but <laughs> no I was I was really intense I was like ah <laughs> if I think back looking like, back it's like ooh <laughs> yeah the yeah. girl was intense yeah uh, so um, I love that about kids, though. It's amazing. It's like, amazing. There's nothing to talk about. Yeah. You don't believe in Jesus? <laughs> well, get going. <laughs> you know why? 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 But yeah. he loves you. He loves. What is your problem? <laughs> what is your problem? That is, uh, just no. <laughs> and you ended. Up, I ended up like you know chasing all the kids away Aww. when I was younger because I was like there's nothing to talk. About. All you yeah. think, all you care about is boys. You just care about boys. Ew. <laughs> number one. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> and number two. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was it was crazy. So growing up, um, growing up, I've been I've been rescued from so many situations because of my faith and knowing Christ at a younger age. Because there's certain things that were so deeply embedded in me that I was like, ah. <laughs> it was it was. It was very difficult to shake. Like yeah. I don't, I don't think this is, I don't think this is right. Yeah. And you know, and then that's it. Like you, you wouldn't know why it was not right. You wouldn't know why you felt it was not right. But it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not feeling this. Mm-hmm. So, 
yeah then um yeah teenage years it was a bit harder it was much harder than my life because mm. peer pressure and wanting to fit and wanting to have friends when you're younger it's like okay it's, it I feels like everything it's like what yeah. <laughs> you know as a, as a baby you're like okay mm-hmm. i got my doll yeah. i got my sister and brother yeah i don't need, I don't you. need you and you walk away but as a teenager it's, you start to become more aware mm. of what's going on and what is cool and what is not considered very cool so mm. I mean I, I had to learn how to grow into that person who is cool but mm. <laughs> is also yeah is also very strong in my conviction yeah. so without chasing people away without mm. making people feel uncomfortable or condemned mm. how do I tell you that I'm not going to take that drink thank mm. you or I'm not interested in that, in that mm. stuff yeah oh, that's really interesting and i feel like as you as we grow older for me it's also just understanding that christianity and being a christ follower is more about compassion and love mm-hmm. and like there are certain things you can't be okay with like i'm not going to be okay with certain things but it doesn't mean that i'm not going i'm going to treat you less of a human being like you are a human not being or not talk to you okay, like me. in love and <laughs> compassion like i'm going to yeah. we're going to have a kind of relationship but we're going to exactly. set certain certain boundaries, boundaries. And i think that's what a lot of people get mixed up sometimes like oh you don't like my lifestyle it must mean you hate me no i don't don't hate you. I'm I'm not okay with it, but like yeah, I don't care with you. <laughs> I don't hate you. Like yeah, yeah. That's deep. Yeah. I feel like our generation also is we are like we're doing that more, and it's in a way it's not really not not to say it's redefining Christianity. Mm-hmm. I think it's just expanding it and yeah. deepening the values that we have. Yeah. So these important to reach out to people so people you can still access people mm. you need to be approachable when mm. someone is in need they need to know I can turn to this person mm. um, they have a god that prays right then mm. you go to them but if you treat them like nonsense and mm. you make them feel less than than human because of what they are doing mm. you know in other words yeah like oh, you know I don't agree with what you're doing, what you're doing yeah. they just feel really uncomfortable mm. So in that way, you'll never attract them, which is the opposite of what we're trying to do. do. (laughs) We're supposed to attract people to to Christ, and like you know, and like chasing them away and making them feel like less. Yeah. And I feel like people easily feel attacked. Like if drinking water is a sin, and I Mm. see you drinking water, but dude, don't drink water. Like oh. <laughs> what do you mean? Excuse me? Did you just say you hate me? You want to kill me? Like kill That's not me. what I said. Kill me for dude. water. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I said. Like, it's just, I f- people really feel easily attacked. Yeah, do you yeah. think it's because they know what they're doing is wrong? Right? There's no other answer to that except yes. The only reason why you would run is because you feel like you know, you're running away, mm, away. from something. Yeah. The Bible does say the that with the wicked there's no peace or rest for the wicked they're always running because they know that there's always something chasing them but it's a very dangerous thing to say that you know you know you're wrong yeah that 
that's why you're getting defensive. Yeah. But that is the truth. That is the Every truth. time we come become offended or get defensive, mm. it's usually because we're trying to defend our feelings or defend what we believe is true. Mm. But we may not know it to be yeah. true. You know that it's not true, but you're just like, you know what? This is my stand. Yeah. This is, my, <laughs> so this is now, where I'm at. It's me and you. This Let's go. Yes. Let's go. Me and you against this water. Or yeah. For this water. <laughs> yeah, no, that's interesting. It is. And how is it being like being, you know, having your strong convictions? Like, mm-hmm. have you ever had like moments where you've had doubts? In um, the conviction? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there was it was it like you personally or like because something happened in them? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I think you need to expand on that. So, okay, like usually in okay, when I watched um when God's not dead, Ooh, God's not God's dead. Not yes. So then, like that, like that, um, <laughs> like that, um, the character who didn't believe in God and who yeah. always told everybody like coming to my class can't believe in God because Say this God and this and dead. this and then the whole movie goes without spoiling it for you guys sorry <laughs> the whole movie goes and then we discover that he turned he turned away or he he had the biggest doubt when he encountered loss exactly. and in his mind God didn't come and rescue him oh, yeah. and in that situation so that for him was like that's it I don't so have you ever had not that extreme but like right. have you ever had situations like that that have made you really think mm. <laughs> um I think yes but then from those situations I ended up you know building my faith and becoming even stronger because in all things God is good yes. and that's something very difficult to to grasp it's something very hard to say mm. in all situations give thanks mm. everything Everything, like you know, I just failed. You know, I just got slapped by a taxi driver. True mm. story, but not now. Oh my god, <laughs> another story, another oh day. day. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but I was deep. Oh my <laughs> day, <laughs> but I didn't get shot by a taxi driver. No, so in all things, give thanks. Oh my right? god, people get shot by th- sorry, true though, true. All the taxi drivers out there, sorry. true, not all of them, not but all like, of you yeah. people, yeah. Did I just say that? Oh my god. Rewind. Rewind. Edit it out. No. Yeah, but true though. Some of them carry like guns, knives, and people are dangerous. People, people. Yes. There we go. Dangerous. People are dangerous. People are. (laughs) Yeah. But in all things, give thanks. So, and that's that's the then the lesson I think that every Christian has to get to because you will encounter trials you will encounter really bad times mm. but you need to give thanks because it could have been worse mm. and because you're alive really mm-hmm. there are people who died from less <laughs> from less from much less and it's you know the fact that when you start to like for example death and, and loss like that when you think about it in a different with a different eye or mm-hmm. use a different perspective than this my grandmother has been around my great grandmother has been around for 95 years mm-hmm. rather than why did you take away my grandmother mm-hmm. true she was only 95 you know it's not there's no such thing she was only 95, she was only 95. 
and you know I love yeah. my grandmother and my my grandfather passed on two years ago as well my mom what she taught me from that was because we didn't really know them as well as you know people who would have grown up yeah, next to around them, them around them did and her heart was shattered because it's my father you know but at the same time she was encouraged in, in the Lord and she learned how to give thanks in that situation mm. which is so difficult because mm. it's like someone I love mm. but you need to remember the, the good times and remember you actually got to spend time with this person mm. that there's actually something to love about your father yes. and a lot of people who really had very bad fathers yeah. they're still alive mm. you know you're like I wish my dad was alive but yeah. the time you had with this person mm. is huge mm. so with all things give thanks that's what the bible says and when you're persecuted people die and i don't know like i think younger christians of this generation need to understand that people died for the gospel yeah. to be preached that people were put as jokes yeah. they were burnt on every stake yeah. for christianity they mm. did not renounce it they mm. did not say god is dead yeah <laughs> yeah yeah legit yeah the moment and that was it if mm. you just say god is dead that's it we release yeah. you what what is the issue yeah and even the persecutors didn't understand how like why is why this such a big deal yes and some people some of the persecutors i've read in in history as well have been changed they've been transformed because mm-hmm. they saw how strongly somebody held on mm-hmm. to god is not dead mm-hmm. and how important he was in their life for you if god is just kind of like a side chick or mm-hmm. just a something on the side just something that you know i believe just sprinkle there. a little christianity on my resume you know. i am a christian <laughs> yeah you know and these things will not come to you persecution doesn't come to you bad times will make you run mm. and that's what you know the bible makes us understand the levels to the seed that is planted in your heart mm. so <laughs> if it's a seed of um if it's the seed of like what is it the seed so on the ground like mm-hmm. on the cement birds come and snatch it up real quick so i'm so excited Woo! that was such a powerful message and yeah. birds just come snatch it out of the rain because you're not deeply rooted you had no intention mm-hmm. of letting that word get into you whereas this seed that is planted on like fertile ground like ready to receive ready to learn from god and the same message will transform that person mm-hmm. and even then there are levels to that you can be that christian is like i'm just good with you know just the 30 fold is the 60 fold and then there's the 100 fold so there's 100 fold 100 times of blessings and fruit that you can get from one message that might just be snatched out of someone's mouth so the other one which i was saying was situations where you're planted next to thorns and stuff so chokes the life out of you <laughs> it does it chokes the life out of you so whenever life comes I mean life happens and it does to all of us all of us yes like life is everybody. <laughs> everybody some more than others yeah no, I'm kidding like mm. happens equally to everybody mm. but how you respond is everything mm-hmm. because somebody said where you are right now is where people are there's somebody out there dreaming to be where you are mm. the same situation yeah the same hairstyle the mm. same everything about you i want to be there mm. somebody saying that's what i want to do yes yeah. i want to be when i grow up and we're aspiring to be you know greater and mm. we're rich and be married Elsewhere. married to whatever yeah australians 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 
Good day, mate. Good day. I'll just. I'm sorry. Let's come back. What were you saying? <laughs> yeah, but people really inspired you. And when you think yeah. about life like that, and you are able to be content with at least where God has put you now, if you're content in that moment, mm. you will just see amazing things happen for you, mm. rather than you know complaining about how you took away somebody way too soon. Mm. You're mad because you didn't have enough time to spend with each other. Yeah. But there are people who really didn't get time to spend with this amazing person yeah. anyway. I think it's interesting. What I want to pick from that is mm-hmm. that you know um, I've had a lot of conversations with people, and like you know, having difficult relationships with our parents, yeah, it can really be a lot. It it is a lot. It can really be a lot. And when you're away, you find that some it might be easier to love them from afar mm-hmm. because of the difficult relationship that you've had with mm-hmm. them but then when when something like death comes up then you realize why was i actually angry why or like why did i stay away and yeah. one thing that i always tell people is that i don't want to stand before god and god is like yeah but you could have just forgiven them like yeah but you see <laughs> what they yes. did yeah they like worse. like as much as people as as hard as it can be to yeah. really like when you have that difficult relationship with them and it's really hard and it's it's tough and you're <laughs> crying your heart is broken yeah. but you just have to find a place to forgive yeah. to let go because when something like death happens it's irreversible that's the end it's, it's rough it is irreversibly the end <laughs> it's really it's really really crazy and, and the same with everybody yeah. I think once you really have to let things go mm-hmm. you have to forgive people as fast as you can mm-hmm. nobody says that it's easy it's but not. you have to let it go because when you don't mm-hmm. it, it's gonna it's only gonna hurt you mm-hmm. in the end mm-hmm. and the Bible is so crazy about forgiveness that even just unforgiveness mm. can get you can get your ticket straight out of yeah. heaven. You understand what I mean? Mm. Straight out of heaven. It, it mm. doesn't. It doesn't. You think it's not that big a deal, mm. but what it means is that you you hold so much hate and anger towards mm. one person. Mm. They may deserve all of it, mm. but because of the hate and the anger in your heart, mm. you can't ascend. It's way too heavy to take yeah. you take you to heaven if you will. And it's very like it sucks because like some people really go out of their way to hurt you. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> they go the extra mile. They're professionals. The professionals. Like this is my life job. And <laughs> I just wanna make this person miserable. Yeah. But you have to find it in your heart. And I think that's one of the biggest things that a lot of Christians struggle with. It's like mm-hmm. unforgiveness and holding grudges against people that we think deserve it like that person hurt me so they definitely deserve this i will never forgive them but what's the point of christianity if in love everything is forgotten everything is forgiven you have to just maybe you don't have to be in the same house as them or be in their (laughs) space every day but you can or you should forgive them i think the bulk of christianity is that we are forgiven that is it Mm. we ourselves are forgiven and, and you know 
Jesus uses so many parables to say that you know there was the, my favorite one is mm-hmm. where he goes so there's this uh, man mm-hmm. he is he works for the king and the king you know he owes the king this bunch of like mm-hmm. a lot of money mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's standing before the king who's about to you know throw him into jail and he mm-hmm. says please have mercy on me mm-hmm. please forgive my debt I am so sorry like let's let's put a number to it mm-hmm. it's a million dollars yeah because he's a noble man you know he mm. likes fish etc mm. you know <laughs> so he's got that kind of million dollar money <laughs> yes yeah and so this man he shall not be named he sorry <laughs> how do you feel about that i'm oh, sorry, sorry let's, let's go back let's let's leave them alone for now yeah? it's, all right. <laughs> it's all right ask the king for an extension in fact he says I'll pay you back like just give me two weeks please mm-hmm. give me time I'll, I'll, I'll get you your million mm-hmm. and the king was like you know what actually it's cool you're you're a cool guy mm-hmm. it's fine let's, let's throw the whole debt away, away. Mm-hmm. it's fine cancel your debt I, mean, I am king after all it's mm-hmm. fine go mm-hmm. thank you your majesty I love you so much mm-hmm. wow may you live forever etc yeah, so, so merciful <laughs> he runs out and is so excited rejoicing and as he's rejoicing and doing his little dance mm. across the street he sees this very very poor man mm. who had asked him for a loan that was like $500 right mm. and this is this man is like oh man here he comes mm. <sighs> I don't have the $500 I don't have anybody hello <laughs> sire <laughs> how do you do and sire's like uh-uh, I don't want none of that where's yeah, my $500 where's my, my money, money? Now, now today if you don't give it now you're going to jail yeah. no, sorry please like, you know just you know judge me fairly mm. you know I'm good for it just mm. give me more time Mm-mm. he doesn't hear it he's like we're going to jail right now mm. now is the time we're going to jail mm. and as he's going somebody's like ah, 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 ah. wasn't this the man who was just yeah. exonerated of all of his own his whole million dollars yeah. you know 500 and they go and tell the king and the king is like ah hello so I free you of this debt and you in turn cannot release somebody who is or who owes you basically nothing Nothing. Mm -hmm. you can't release that person Mm -hmm. or even just extend that kindness that I have extended to you I mean either do the same thing Mm -hmm. or at least be more kind yeah now you're trying to be harsher than I was Mm -hmm. to you for the same sort of crime Mm -hmm. and less of a degree and he says you know what you're free, sir. Go all your way. In fact, mm. you could even have some of this money. Mm. Just go. You go to jail. Mm. The man, the, the, the man who loves the fish, mm. go to jail. And he's surprised. He's like, you know, everyone's just like, what? And Jesus yeah. is like, if I can show you that kindness and free you, mm. and you are completely forgiven, why can't you forgive somebody else who has done less to you? Imagine we offended God. Yeah. God is like, I'm gonna wipe you guys out right now. And Jesus is like, please no. Mm. And now here comes somebody who offended you, stepped on your toes, stole your man, whatever. Whatever. Mm. But it's always something dumb. Something stupid. Mm. It's not comparative to mm. your life anyway. Mm. You ruined my life. You made me a bad. You know, and there's some really serious things out yeah, there, like you true. killed my sister. Mm. These are all very big things. Yes. Invalid. That you have all reason. This guy, you owe me five hundred dollars. Mm. You don't know what I was going to do with that. Don't tell yeah. me it's just five hundred dollars. You know, don't just yeah. tell me you know, you don't you, you don't need it. I mean, I hate people who do that, but yeah. <laughs> oh, no. 
This is low-key a call to everybody who owes me money. Bring it back. Y'all, I cannot <laughs> come and borrow my money back. Please. Um, just like, holla at your girl. Just, just bring the money Send back. Send my money back. <laughs> that would be nice. Right? That would, would be, be nice. Great. Yeah, so yeah. Mm. that is everything, I think. And that's forgiveness. If you can understand that you were forgiven of much, you can forgive people of little. Yeah. And little in our human context may not seem that little. Yeah. Right? Don't. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a lot, and I and I think that that is, like I said, it's the the thing that I think most Christians really struggle with the most, mm-hmm. and it's simple, but it's not simple, but like it's simple. It's very simple, and it doesn't. It takes everything out of you it really to humble yourself and yeah. to say it's okay. Let it go. You will cry. You will be heartbroken. You will be heartbroken. Yeah. You will be, but you have to. <laughs> you have to. For your own good. For yourself. It's not for, for your else. own good. There is also that quote that says that when you hold a grudge against somebody, it's like holding a knife, but then you are the one who's holding the part that the part that cuts. That cuts. And you're bleeding. And you're bleeding. So slowly but surely you're killing yourself. Awesome. This was a good talk. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Alright. So thanks guys for listening. This was a very short it was short, kinda, I think. There's a lot to say. There is a lot to say. <laughs> but thank you so much for this impromptu podcast. Thanks for coming it. through <laughs> for this podcast. Specifically for this podcast. <laughs> for this, this is why she came here. This is why I'm here, yeah. No other reason whatsoever. At all. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Do check out the podcast. And do you have social media? Do you want to give yourself a shout out uh, for okay. the music group? Uh, yeah, Lesser Lights. Okay. We are Lesser Lights, spelled Lesser Lights. <laughs> And I'm uh, at Dr. MasterChef on Instagram. Hi. <laughs> I like that. That's so awesome. So do check out her social media. Check out my social media. Let's keep the conversation going. Guys, holla at me on all social media platforms. C-O-M-F-O-R-T-A-J-I-B-O-A-L-A. Comfort Jibola. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything, everything, everything. Leave your comments in the comment section down below. And see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe to my channel on YouTube, C-O-M-F-O-R-T-A-J-I-B-O-L-A. Also, same name on all my social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, Pinterest, you name it, I'm there. Just find me on all my socials and let's continue the conversation. Wishing you all the very best and keep pursuing the best version of you. Keep pursuing your happiness each and every single day. Wishing you love, light, and happiness. Thank you.